0: Let's end this stream of recording the way that my parents did their marriage, with bludgeoning each other to death. Your parents are dead. (laughs) No, they're still alive. So metaphorically, metaphorically, emotionally. emotionally, (laughs) What the fuck is this, Shane? I think it's
1: what it sounds like. Right when I'm about to (laughs) come.
0: Tinkling bells. Oh my god! Tinkling balls. So by now, I hope that the listeners know that we don't really know what the music sounds. Or one of us, one of three of us, knows what the music sounds like before we hit play on the episode. So you are hearing, outside of a couple technical hiccups, Mm -hmm. you're hearing exactly our first reaction to this stuff. (laughs) And I don't know how this relates, uh, but I'm sure that Shane or Michael is going to tell me. How this music correlates to what we're about to experience.
1: I'm trying to build a little tension.
0: Distension? Distension.
1: I watched a pretty Distention. good
0: documentary on that this morning oh, good. online. Yes, yes. This is intended <laughs> uh, to make you feel a little uh, unnerved, to feel like hurt.
1: something is not quite right. But before that. Ah! Mellow greetings, constant oh, listeners, oh. and welcome back. This is a disinformed podcast. Who's
0: Constance?
1: Constantinople. (laughs) It's not Istanbul.
0: Anyway, what is your name?
1: What? I am Shane.
0: I am John. And I'm Michael.
1: And I am wincing, because yes, I I forgot how I pitched these squeaks are. Oh, it's just
2: like, just close to that. I'm scared. Yeah, it's piercing.
0: I'm the Simpsons meme right now saying, I'm in danger. Yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This was the Ajita inducing music that I knew I needed to get us ready for this beautiful topic, which this week we will be discussing the Philadelphia experiment.
0: (laughs) Were you an actor in a past life? I wish I was. <laughs> uh, what is, what is this nonsense? This is a lot
1: of this is a lot of music here. I did not expect it would go
0: this long. I you didn't want this much tension? No, that I, I wanted the tension, the tension to eventually. I, I you want a quarter yeah, tension
2: release here? I need to release. Keep
0: no, this that is thing in your anything. pants, sir. I
2: can't. I can't edge this long, man.
0: Oh. I could edge all the live long day. <laughs> That's very edgy. I'm well still done. edging right now. I'm straight edge. That's, <laughs> straight I'm That's how edgy you are. Yeah. So, so what about this cream cheese? Are we talking about? That's all it's, I know. I <laughs>
1: want the one with the salmon involved in it. That's just, oh, it's
0: so tasty.
1: The Philadelphia Experiment is an alleged military experiment purported to have been carried out by the U.S. Navy at Philadelphia Naval Shipyard in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, in late October of 1943. The 28th of October, specifically, is the alleged date. Okay. This is the, around World War II time. Indeed. Near the end of the war, yeah. in fact
0: oh and that's that's where it's gonna end yes that's where of the course. music is gonna yes. end just
1: this funny little oh uh, that's
0: that's <sighs> perfect I'm crazy ah! spooky world <laughs> war Two.
1: <II. laughs> <laughs> well done kevin mcleod
0: mac leo thank you <laughs> so the u.s like navy destroyer
1: escort uss eldridge is claimed to have been rendered invisible or cloaked to enemy devices The story first appeared in 1955 in letters of unknown origin sent to a writer and astronomer, Morris K. Jessup. It is widely understood to be a hoax. The U.S. Navy maintains that no such experiment was ever conducted, and that the details of the story contradict well-established facts about USS Eldridge and that the alleged claims do not conform to known physical laws. Of
2: course they don't.
1: <laughs> and Michael's just going to love the physics.
2: <clears> so, that good, good. the
1: origins of the story are as follows. In 1955, astronomer and UFO researcher Morris K. Jessup, author of the book The Case for the UFO, which discusses unidentified flying objects and the exotic means of propulsion they might use, etc. Exotic? I feel
2: like if... You are an astronomer, and you also are an avid ufo I feel like one should cancel out the other.
1: Well, there must be life out in the stars, sir. Yeah, but... There we, simply must
0: be.
2: They're not little green men that anal probe us. Oh, Why do you, you? have to that... bring
0: anal into this? Are you disappointed? <laughs> are you disinformed?
2: <laughs> Just a little.
1: Are you not entertained? <laughs> oh, a lot. All right. So, in any event, the book discusses... Uh, You know, their propulsion, yada, yada. So this author received two letters from a Carlos Miguel Allende, uh, who also identified himself as Carl M. Allen in other correspondence, which claimed the letter's author witnessed a secret World War II experiment at the Philadelphia Naval Shipyard. In this experiment, Allende claimed the destroyer escort USS Eldridge was rendered invisible, teleported to New York teleported to another dimension where it encountered aliens and finally teleported through time resulting in the deaths of several sailors
0: uh, did you just describe the plot of event horizon basically
1: <laughs> that's one of the reasons i actually chose this because i loved kidding? that movie and i'm like this is no which too one fun.
0: of those list items is horseshit
1: not a one None of this is well now like granted all of these say. are alleged and so you can claim all of them are lies but I right. did not make any of that up. Oh my god. This is the story of a lovely lady who was teleported <laughs> to New York and then Philadelphia I'm and just another a dimension guy
0: standing in front of a teleporting ship
1: <laughs> waiting to be put into its hull which is coming. Various sailors killed in the incident were purported to have been fused into the hull of the ship.
0: This is a mm-hmm. at
1: her uh, Jessup dismissed Elendi as a crackpot. Yeah. As you do when you receive these letters in 1955. In That's early 57...
2: something when the UFO guy is like... This guy. You're hey,
0: listen, shit. Yeah, I've control. heard a lot of dumb shit before, but this, <laughs> this is the dumbest shit I've ever heard.
1: Takes the cake. Sir, you are the craziest man I've ever encountered.
0: <laughs> That's how his voice sounds to me.
1: The UFO is completely reasonable.
0: <laughs>
1: I have seen it. There are certain creatures that come from Neptune and they tell me stories in my sleep. Last night, Darth Vader told me that if I didn't take you to the enchantment under the sea dance, he would melt my brain. (laughs) In early 1957, (laughs) Jessup was contacted by the Office of Naval Research, ONR, in Washington, D.C., who had received a parcel containing a paperback copy of the case for the UFO in a manila envelope marked Happy Easter. What? This sounds like a Zodiac it uh, really letter, does. basically. It's like, oh by the way the book had been extensively annotated in its margins, written with three different shades of pink ink mm. appearing to detail a correspondence among three individuals, only one of whom is given a name, Jemmy, J-A-M-I The ONR labeled the other two Mr. A and Mr. B because they're very inventive <laughs> the annotators referred to each other as gypsies and discussed two different types of people living in outer space. So
2: it's come full circle.
1: Exactly. The text contained non-standard use of capitalization and punctuation, so it was written by fucking Gwyneth Paltrow, and detailed a lengthy discussion of the merits of various elements of Jessup's assumptions in the book. There were oblique references to the Philadelphia experiment. The oblique is a part of your body, which is on the back side of you. I'm kidding.
0: Wait, what? <laughs> uh,
1: it, oblique references to the Philadelphia experiment. One example surrounds an assurance from Mr. B to his fellow annotators regarding a highlighted theory Jessup advanced. This is where we're falling into the fun of dealing with Wikipedia. I had to rewrite a lot of this because it was so incoherent that I could barely get through it.
0: Prior episode, this episode, it's kind of the new lane of steering our own ship. You can take it from where you take it. Yeah. Uh, Just as long as you you, you make it, uh, you know, fit. Yes.
1: So you will be able to tell the areas where I am reading directly from Wikipedia because they are grammatically ghastly. But uh, based on the handwriting style and subject matter, Jessup concluded a large part of the writing was Allendis. Others have come to the same conclusion, indicating the three styles of annotations are likely from the same person using three pens. So he wrote notes to himself in the margins of this book. Okay. The ONR funded a small printing of a 100 copies of the volume by the Texas-based Vero Manufacturing Company, which later became known as the Vero Edition, with the annotations therefore known as the Vero Annotations. So, essentially, a crackpot wrote a bunch of script in the margins of a book, and someone published it for the sake of saying, look at this jackass. <laughs> Can you believe? Has this ever happened to you? And what's the deal with annotations? So, Jessup tried to publish more books on the subjects of UFOs, but was unsuccessful. So, the government would publish Aww, someone commenting career? on his jackass. Uh, Aww, but he, he was, he was not able to, to, to do it himself. hmm Uh, Losing his publisher and experiencing a succession of downturns in his personal life led him to commit suicide in Florida on April 30th, 1959.
0: Buddy. Press F.
1: Sad. (laughs) Just smash (laughs) F. Sad state of affairs. So, here is the general synopsis of the episode, essentially, as described, for what the Philadelphia experiment was. Now, note, several different and sometimes contradictory versions of the alleged experiment have circulated over the years. So the following synopsis recounts key story points common to most accounts. So this is going to be the thoroughfare through most people's assumptions. Got it. The experiment was alleged. Well, the experiment was allegedly based on an aspect of some unified field theory, a term coined by Albert Einstein to describe a class of potential theories. Such theories would aim to describe, mathematically and physically, the interrelated nature of the forces of electromagnetism and gravity, in other words, uniting their respective fields into a single field.
0: Uh, can you explain to that to me like I'm the dumbass I am?
1: So they're saying, y- you know, there is a, a charge of electromagnetism, you can feel a force, so yeah, when yeah, you're yeah. pushing two magnets together. Right. They're saying that and the laws of gravity, essentially, if I'm synopsizing this yeah, a, a appropriately, yeah, are good. interrelated in some way. So that gravity and electromagnetism are kind of one and the same. Not necessarily the exact same force, it's but pretty they're connected shit. to one another. Yeah, okay. so, it's
2: like saying like classical rock and alternative, when you look at it from a certain perspective, actually are the same kind of genre.
1: They draw from the same influences, Like Creed and Nickelback are the same band. Yeah. Cool. Cool. And we created our own prison. So <laughs> well, take me higher. Uh, <laughs> tell your friends not to think out loud. Uh, according to, to some accounts, unspecified researchers thought that some version of this field would enable using large electrical generators to bend light around an object via refraction so that the object became completely invisible. Sounds the Navy good. regarded this of military value. And sponsored the experiment. I just have the uh, Dark Side album cover in my head when you talk about just, it. <laughs> just. Now, as we've talked about in dealing with planetary refraction over the course of our Flat Earth episodes, if you think of the hazing sort of thing on the yeah, horizon yeah. when you started to think, if you can manage to manipulate that in a way to shield something, uh,
0: that's may their I claim, it is it may be Possible. Yeah. Possible. Well, you- Potham, <laughs> uh, you bring that uh, you brought up the, the flat Earth episode. Mm-hmm. Do you guys remember the video that I found? <clears throat> excuse me. You and I, I are f- super froggy today. We it's are beautiful. Um, that I found literally, the, I think it was the night or the day after we recorded that. where It was from Reddit, and it was the uh, the flat Earther trying to prove his theory that you know if you shine or like shined a light from uh, one oh, distance, for a long, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, that it would it would stay level. Mm-hmm. And it was oh, it was off to the subreddit r watch people die inside because yeah. he was running that experiment, and at the other end they're like, oh, we'll try lifting the box up. So he had to lift the box up, and then it hit the reflection. <laughs> to print it. and it's anyway, oh, yeah. he was incorrect. I don't know why that reminded me of that, but it's all kind of topical. So Anywho. I mean, it
2: is kind of relevant to what he's saying because it's the idea that you're reflecting your curving light. Yeah, they're generating. Except a big they're
0: doing they're doing it not to try and prove that the Earth is it's
2: flat, flat. But it
0: also, <laughs> if I am right here, would also rely heavily
1: on your frame of reference. So it depends on how you're looking at it in mm. order to appropriately utilize oh, yes, yes, the yes, refraction. Yeah. I was gonna
2: say uh, I don't want to go in that in that electricity and that whole uh-huh. right magnetism is essentially electricity that's relativistically. Uh, Never mind. Okay. But you yes, you you you, soldier uh, boy.
1: You a soldier boy. You
2: (laughs) the way that you were saying it, yes. Depending on how you were looking at it, the way that the the electric fields and stuff You may be able to see it. You might be able to see it. It would it it would look like the light would bend around it.
1: The funny thing is is you talk about like event horizon, the other parallel I drew the first time I heard this was Predator. Oh, so yeah. something that uses to yes, cloak it itself. Essentially
2: right. what it does is you have... Uh, bends I don't light know why I'm it. gesturing. I'm just going wildly. Christopher Walken himself. over here. <laughs> more like my uh, I took Fox. the watch and I shoved it up my... Anyway, um, essentially the light will bend around the object and okay. that's what, like, we pick light, how we perceive light, how we actually pick up and see things is light reflects off of things. Hmm. Right? But if the light goes around it... There's nothing reflecting off of it, so you wouldn't see it. So okay. I assume that's what they're trying to get at, and that okay. sounds reasonable to me. All right.
1: So another Math. unattributed <laughs> version of the story <laughs> proposes that researchers were preparing magnetic and gravitational measurements of the seafloor to detect anomalies, supposedly based on Einstein's attempts to understand gravity. In this version, there were also related secret experiments in Nazi Germany to find anti gravity, allegedly led by SS. Oben Hans Kamler
0: Oh I'll come wherever I want. So
2: they had to bring the Nazis in.
0: We we have the makings of an Indiana Jones movie. We do, we do.
2: Oh definitely.
1: Uh huh. So there are no reliable attributable accounts. Go figure. Uh, But in most accounts of the supposed experiment, the USS Eldridge was fitted with the required equipment at the Philadelphia Naval Shipyard. Testing began in the summer of 1943, and it was supposedly successful to a limited extent. One test resulted in Eldridge being rendered nearly invisible, with some witnesses reporting a greenish fog appearing in its place. Many crew members complained of severe nausea afterwards, and others still purported to have experienced an unusually overwhelming and instantaneous kaleidoscopic-slash-psychedelic effect following the displacement, later described as a nuclear cannon. As this rush progressed, the crewmen lost awareness of their bodies and surroundings, at least until the ship
0: reappeared physically back so in the Philadelphia were they harbor. So lacing everyone's water?
1: You would think. But see, so you've got a green fog appearing, and then suddenly the thing's displaced, and then they don't yes. understand or they have no attachment to reality anymore. So this is interesting enough. Further reports expanded upon this, indicating that when the ship reappeared, some sailors were embedded in the metal structures of the vessel, including one sailor who ended up on the deck level below that where he began and had his hand embedded in the steel hull. So he was actually fused with the ship physically because of the displacement. And this is not your
0: bullshit. This is not my bullshit. I want it to be so bad. Isn't that I've, fun? I've heard that's, of that part. By the so way, that's the chorus of this it. podcast, right? But huh? yes. What? What's that? Huh?
1: Other claims more eloquently assert that some sailors went completely bananas.
0: <laughs> <laughs> almost sounds like they let some chemicals slip into the air supply, mm. and then some people got hit harder by the dosage than other people did, and they had a shared trip, and some people couldn't handle it. Well, buckle you're, you're up. You're
2: thinking of a different thing. Uh, I think it was a, a basis for a video game that came out recently called Man of Medan. Your-
0: uh... Yeah. <laughs> Um, Man, I'm a day in. Heard, acknowledged, want to play, haven't. Both. So. <laughs>
2: Done. <Sweet>. Uh, <laughs> reference secured. Anyway.
1: So buckle up, Buttercup, because we're just getting crazy here. We haven't uh, even... We're scratching the I'm surface. already completely bananas. So one of the more bizarre stories revolves around a single crewman who claims to have been ensnared by two tall entities who wore helmets and diving suits. This is the 40s again, so... Okay. Uh, Who placed him in an oddly shaped tank, this is an air quote here, to protect him during the spectral shift. So Marilyn Manson and Trent Reznor picked him up. (laughs) He is purported to have appeared out of thin air, naked and screaming, falling from a height of three feet to the floor of the vessel following its reappearance in the harbor. As you do. Have you ever just blinked and lost all your (laughs) clothes? Happens to me all the time. It's uh you ever drank so much that you woke up naked somewhere, as I call it, time traveling. Uh, so another claim indicates the experiment was altered after that point at the request of the Navy, limiting it to creating a stealth technology that would render the USS Eldridge invisible to radar. And none of these allegations have been independently substantiated. So you have various stories occurring around a single incident. And there's no real substantiation from the government as to what was happening. It's just a naval vessel that was in a harbor and all of a sudden shit's going bananas, uh, to put it. Eloquently. Right, right, Uh, right. The conjecture then claims that the equipment was not properly recalibrated, but that in spite of this, the experiment was repeated on October 28th, 1943. This time, Eldridge not only became invisible, but it disappeared from the area in a flash of blue light and teleported to Norfolk, Virginia, over 200 miles away. Oh, man. It is claimed that Eldridge sat for some time in... Wait,
2: didn't you say New York prior?
1: This is what's fun. So, like, it depends on where you're That's This, this isn't, isn't me bullshitting. This is not this purposeful is disconnected. It's all This, this is stuff literal, literal disinformation. It. Yes. Yeah. It. So, it, depending upon who says what. The other thing I love is, again, I'm recounting this as it's written. They talk about people going bananas in the previous one, and this is not the place where it's supposed to have teleported. So, they're claiming that people, you know, were... Going bananas, saw aliens, refused with the ship, and it hadn't even teleported yet. And then they decided to re- repeat the experiment. Huh? You tell me how this makes sense. It well, sounds like first the government time's
2: a charm. Second times a test.
1: I don't yeah, know. yeah.
2: So <laughs> fool me once. Shame on you. I guess. Shame on you.
1: So, the Eldridge uh, disappeared, It uh, teleported to Norfolk, Virginia. It is claimed the Eldridge sat for some time in view of men aboard the ship SS Andrew Fursith, whereupon Eldridge vanished and then reappeared in Philadelphia at the site it originally occupied. It was also said the warship went approximately ten minutes back in time. Many versions of this tale include descriptions of serious side effects for the crew. Some crew members were said to have been physically fused to the bulkheads, while others suffered from mental disorders, some rematerialized inside
0: out, and others still vanished. Bullshit on God. the inside out claim. Time all travel is Time travels All that- of
1: this is purported oh, wow. to have wow. been true. Okay. I'm
0: not trying to be slap happy here. But-, but
1: no, it's that's what I'm saying, this is so <clears throat> nuts, it's almost impossible to gauge where you could lie about it. So, uh, it is also claimed the ship's crew may have been subjected to brainwashing to maintain the secrecy of the experiment. That I believe. Yes. Uh, you were going to say something, Michael.
2: I was going to make a joke as saying, like, well, if you're going to time travel, like, the math checks out, like, that you'd be turned inside out, so I don't know why you were calling out as, like, bullshit, because, like, if you plug in the numbers and everything, it comes out with a, yeah, he's inside out.
0: Yeah. The inside out boy. <laughs> well, I would swallow my pride. <sighs> Joker I'm sorry. Well, I would leave me empty inside. Speaking of insides, <laughs> uh, it's apropos because our sponsor this week, uh,
1: boils and ghouls is know. very exciting. We are, this is revolutionary. And I want you all to know I am so excited about this for my loved ones. Uh, we are sponsored this week by cramps.com. Now, being human is hard in these trying times.
0: Mm-hmm. Even
1: more difficult is being human dealing with the often agonizing reality of menstruation. And how? Who wants to put on pants when your cramps feel like someone is playing accordion with your insides? Am I right? I Come feel on. them all the
0: time. Yeah. Yes.
1: And that is why our founder, Hilda Hugenberth, started cramps.com. Cramps is a monthly subscription box service dynamically tied to your cycle, so that our patented monitoring app will time to the crest of your physical discomfort and dispatch a wealth of pre-selected items to help make ant flows stay at the bungalow a tolerable one. With thousands of different item combinations featuring designer chocolates, arrays of painkillers, customizable haagen flavors, clitoral stimulants, rotating wine flights, bad fanfiction, diaper-style heating pads, and medieval torture devices to use on the loved one or slave boy of your choice, we strive to provide you with everything you need to stay in pajama pants while your body actively seeks to destroy itself. For disinformed podcast fans, use the offer code IDIOT at checkout to receive your first box free with a six-month subscription. That is offer code IDIOT at checkout for a free box just for listening to these jack and apes being insensitive every week. Cramps.com.
0: We hear you. Not so, only do we hear you, we hear you. We hear you. Also, I just wanted... One, thank you. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um. Additionally... The domain is available. So if you haven't jumped on the opportunity, I, I type John, that in. We
1: are sponsored by cramps.com. I'm just the saying domain that there is cannot an be available. There's
0: an oversight they must have not renewed. Uh, maybe they, it's cramps.org.
1: I don't know. <laughs> <cramps>. I just <laughs> read these things. Maybe all right. And they um, send
2: them a script like we can't deviate from the script. If Sorry, it's cramps.edu,
1: that's your marriage. Boy howdy. <laughs> Uh, so now we have the misunderstanding of documented naval experiments. Oh,
2: shit.
1: The personnel at the 4th Naval District have suggested that the alleged events was a misunderstanding of routine research during World War II at the Philadelphia Naval Shipyard. An earlier theory that the foundation for apocryphal stories arose from degassing experiments, which have the effect of making a ship undetectable or invisible to enemy mi- magnetic minds. Yeah. <laughs> Another possible origin of the stories about levitation, teleportation, and effects on human crew might be attributed to experiments with the generating plant of the destroyer USS Timmerman, whereby a higher frequency generator produced corona discharges. Although none of the crew reported suffering effects from this experiment, corona. Yeah, you know, if you drink enough of those, then you you know, you can't see anything.
2: One tequila, two tequila, three tequila, floor.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, All right, thank you, country music man. So, observers have argued that it's inappropriate to grant credence to an unusual story promoted by one individual in the absence of corroborating evidence. Go what? fucking figure. Robert Surprise. Gorman wrote in Fate magazine in 1980 that Carlos Allende slash Carl Allen, who is said to have corresponded with Jessup, was Carl Mer- Meredith Allen of New Kensington, Pennsylvania, who had an established history of psychiatric illness and who may have fabricated the primary Primary history of the experiment as a result okay. of said illness. Uh, Gorman realized later that Allen was a family friend and a creative and imaginative loner, sending bizarre writings and claims.
0: What's your favorite planet? Mars, the sun. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, so, later on, the Office of Naval Research stated in September of 1996 that ONR has never conducted investigations on radar vis- invisibility either in 1943 or at any other time.
0: So, essentially uh, dispelling the whole thing.
1: Basically. They're saying ONR was not even established until 1946, so it denounces so the accounts of the Philadelphia Experiments hoax. as a complete science fiction. got. Okay. Yeah. So uh, there is, however, a reunion of Navy veterans who had served aboard the Eldridge, uh, who uh, told the Philadelphia newspaper in April 1999, their ship never even made port in Philadelphia. (laughs) 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 Further evidence discounting the Philadelphia Experiment timeline comes from the Eldridge's complete World War II action report, including the remarks section of a 1943 deck log available on microfilm.
0: You beautiful bastard. There's no lies in this because it's all just you just meted the whole thing.
1: No. I did include a couple
0: of uh untruths. But I'm sure on. you got that though. I, I mean yeah, Th- yeah, the it's... ending that way is mm. just beautiful. It's mm. breathtaking. I got I got a little erect.
1: What's funny is that they were actually running through a number of things that like may have led into it, but one of the things, which I'm not reading here, I'm so uh One of the things they use for corroborating evidence is a gentleman who claims that in his past life he was a crewman on the Eldridge and he remembers being transported to another dimension and subsequently time traveled and his consciousness was inserted into a baby and he has then grown up and eventually had these memories triggered. And that is one of the things they use to substantiate the truth of the experiment existed. Well,
0: I'm personally excited to go through the Roaring Twenties for a second time because my <laughs> consciousness uh, transported from a 28-year-old back in the 1920s is uh-huh. about to come back into my own now uh-huh. uh, as a 28-year-old approaching the 2020s.
1: I'm fairly certain that person uh, has presentations that are recorded on Gaia.com. So you can probably <laughs> look that up and read them later on. Um, the degassing, uh, experiments though, as they talk about are things that do actually create that sort of mist. Yeah. Uh, and so it's something that you would cause. And a lot of the, uh, responses to being exposed to degassing, uh, are concurrent with what the crew members, uh, complained about. So hmm. not difficult to run with, but also yeah. I just love that it. It's like, they weren't even in that port. They never even <laughs> were amazing. out yeah, there. Seen well, what were these lies? Um, yeah. I have one more thing. Oh, sorry. Okay. Uh- So, I think this is what I was talking about. So, Valley cites a veteran who served on board the USS Engstrom and who suggests that it might have traveled from Philadelphia to Norfolk and back again in a single day at a time when merchant ships could not by use of the Chesapeake and Delaware Canal and Chesapeake Bay, which at the time was open only to naval vessels. Use of that channel was kept quiet. German submarines had ravaged shipping along the East Coast during Operation Drumbeat, and thus military ships unable to protect themselves were secretly moved via canals to avoid threat. So, uh, but the same veteran claims to be a man that Alend witnessed disappearing at a bar. He claims that when the fight broke out, friendly barmaids whisked him out of the bar before police arrived because he was underage for drinking. Uh, they then covered him by claiming he had disappeared. Oh, it's just it's nonsense. Beautiful. So my lie. <laughs> Z. Z- Fall back into so, um, the unusually overwhelming and instantaneous kaleidoscopic psychedelic effects. Uh, I pulled from a report of people who were being given LSD and then, uh, oh, okay, so yes, I, I did fly sniff- that over. I almost had okay, I, sniffed out. You did, it was uh,
2: like MK Ultra stuff, right? Okay, damn it. Uh,
1: and then the other is. Uh, I lifted from reports of individuals in the 1940s reporting UFO experiences to get the two entities wearing diving suits who put oh. him in an oddly shaped tank. I just, so.
0: had, to, I just had to go new metal on it yep. instead of
1: just. So uh, I figured they fit easily into kind of the narrative anyway.
0: So wow. I just kind of piece the. New, I but love yeah. this topic.
1: Isn't it fun? But it's yeah. so nuts. And honestly, if you want to go even deeper than this, cause I could have spent hours, there are so many tributaries and different versions of the story, but including the gentleman who claims he time traveled back into another body and that that's how he remembers so it.
0: That is so Night it hurts. Yes.
1: So it's interesting. It's a fun topic. And, uh, if you're, you know, interested in getting a little more into it, please do. But I thought it was a fun topic for us to discuss and get yeah. into. And, yeah. you know, cramps.com thought so as well. They so. did
0: indeed. It's like a palate cleanser too, because it's, uh, it's not horrific. It's also you know? not so fact heavy that well, you're just sitting yeah, and being yeah, yeah. drilled it, into it the ground.
2: It is horrific. No, I mean, I mean horrific
0: in the, the sense things. like, I mean, people allegedly died, but it's not like, uh, I don't know. No, I like It that. didn't actually well, happen. Well so, done. Yeah. Well done, you <laughs> magnificent well, meta bless bastard. you for saying so.
1: <laughs> but uh, yeah that's the philadelphia cream cheese experiment right there right yeah.
0: and with this episode out are we in the new year yet have we time traveled oh
1: yes we are we are officially in, in, uh, are in 2020 we? folks yeah. oh
0: man well uh happy new year i guess that's your thing yeah
1: i mean yeah. welcome to barbara walters year
0: Ooh. barbara
1: walters i'm barbara walters <laughs> and this is 2020 pa 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 maws what's ass blacktop cop <laughs> all right oh jesus but dreadfall all oh, right i think we got some fun stuff for your soul
0: i think we got some fun stuff coming gonna up i'm going to steal
2: john's thing because he hasn't done it yet can you give me a 30 second uh, pitch uh, tldr I'm yes. just going to appropriate from him. Because yeah, okay. That's
1: perfectly fine. So the Philadelphia experiment is a purported military experiment that was intended to determine whether or not they could cloak a ship from enemy sight. And then the uh, experiment purportedly went horribly wrong, took people through spatial states, through time, and let them uh, interact with alien intelligences before finally arriving back in a harbor to be turned inside
0: out and fused with a ship's harbor, like it's, you do. It's an allegory for Madison Ivy's career. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> oh, you could have just left it at that. <laughs> I could have, yes. Just a whole bunch of seamen got turned inside out. <laughs>
1: slow clap well done <laughs> and slow clap is also what I think Madison Ivy has that makes her look that way it was pretty it? fast clap yeah well these days <laughs> oh, fast acting to acting well we hope you have enjoyed hanging out with us today we've enjoyed hanging out with Madison Ivy and uh, it's, it's been a marvelous time so anything else that we would like to impart to our poor impoverished listeners
0: um, get checked you know? Please.
1: Check yourself before you rectum yourself
0: Don't
1: I mean, turn yourself inside out Distension I mean. is a real thing That'll happen
0: Yeah, you need to be careful Practice safely and sexily. Stay
1: sexy, do get pounded Alright Sure, that's not a lawsuit No, no uh, Well For the Disinformed <laughs> podcast I am not Madison Ivy I am very thankful that you're not.
2: And I am sadden that you are not.
1: Thank you for coming everybody. I'm sure Madison Ivey will swallow it afterwards. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, leave it in! Uh, <laughs> oh fuck, leave it in! Leave it in, it in something oh. that Madison Ivy said so many times. <laughs> fuck, leave it in, leave it in! Oh fuck! Leave it in! Oh fuck! Oh! Oh!